Welcome to the Dream Money Podcast, everyone. This is the last episode of 2021, the year of grace of a Dream Money. This is Diana and Georgie. Ah! <laughs> and this is the third episode of our tropes. Oh, sorry. I thought I didn't know if you were asking me or not. <laughs> yes, of our tropes episodes. Yay! <laughs> We have uh, five plus one very, very nice tropes that we are going to talk about today. But first, we want to share a big, big joy that we have and yes. the fact that Georgie and I are looking in each other's eyes in person, face to face, which is why I got confused for a second. I was looking into your eyes. <laughs> which we are moment, not used to. Yes. And for a moment, I was like, where am I? This beauty, this grace here. <laughs> So yes, we are recording our second episode of the year in person. Mm -hmm. What a joy. Yes. Oh my goodness. This is such a, such, such, such a big joy. Yes. The first one we recorded in New York in October. Yes. And now we are in Bucharest, Romania. Wow. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, the weather is horrible. Horrible. Yes. I was going to lie to you guys because you wouldn't know, but I was like, let's <laughs> be honest with wonderful people that are listening to us. Mm -hmm. That is great. Okay, so just a quick reminder, if you haven't listened to the episode, the first two episodes of the Dream I Need Tropes, um, uh, they were about the following um, with the following topics. So the first one was on marriage law, soulmates, co-workers, baby fix, and Amy Magus. The second one was on memory loss and obviation because there were too many to include in uh, the same episode as the first one. And yes. then this last one is on forced proximity, mm -hmm. or as I like to call it, forced close proximity. <laughs> and Diana says, no, it's you're not anyway, too many words. Proximity is close. You cannot yes. say close proximity. Mutual finding. Mm -hmm. Then we have fake dating. Uh -uh. We have time travel. Oh. We have mystery slash adventure, which I forgot about. So Diana's going to be the only one who talks about that. Okay. And then our bonus category is Omegaverse slash Fila, because we figured it's the whole mm -hmm. bonding, mating thing. So yeah, it's the same. Idea. Yeah. It's good. So yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. Should we get started? Yeah, so we should. Should we start, please, Georgie, with the forced close proximity? Forced close proximity. <laughs> My favorite thing. Um. Do we, do I, I want, I'm going to start. Okay. So the one thing that I noticed about forced proximity is that probably in the world of AO3 and other websites you read on, um, you probably have uh, sharing one bed. That's like probably as close, like there's no tag for forced proximity. I looked, uh -huh. but uh, one bed, it's also uh -huh. a trope that's kind of in the same thing. So I included one that we've talked about in the past, but I thought it was honestly, Talk about forced proximity. So it's five days ah. by Ravi Singh, right? Because I mean, it is forced proximity. It is anyway, very, very forced. Yes. So five days by Ravi Snake, 31,000 words, 14 chapters. Um, I think we've discussed it before, or at least we've mentioned it, but it says no one knows where they're missing. No one knows where they are. No one knows they are trapped. No one knows that they are dying. So basically, it's a couple of years, I want to say, after Hogwarts, right? Mm -hmm. And they're both in this. A land and they're looking for materials slash whatever for potions and they end up getting stuck genuinely in this hole in the ground 
they're stuck there and the way that it develops I thought was lovely Hmm. Deanna thought it was very funny at some points right like I remember you laughing about when he has to pee and everything else like and she has to help him and she has to help him and I remember you laughing in the voice note and it was just so funny when I read it I giggled as well but I think it's like talk about forced proximity and the way it just in a way makes them kind of um maybe uh confront some feelings that they had or I may, I should say maybe on Trinko's end yes um and I thought it had a very real ending like no they did not end up in marriage or whatever but, but it was a very nice way to end it and it was just very nice I I remember reading it and enjoying it immensely right so, so can you tell us I don't know if you mentioned the author or the yes. length yeah, so Five Days by Ravi Snake, 31,000 words, 14 chapters on AO3. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's what I want to talk about, Force Proximity. I was going to put one bed, but I was like, you know what? Talk about Force Proximity. I think this is the fic for it. So, yes, that is great. I would like to proceed with mine. Mm-hmm. I have two, actually. And oh, I know that we talked about them before mm-hmm. in different contexts. But one of them is Protective Custody by Colubrina. Oh. Protective Custody. Okay, so Colubrina can be Love very... It cruel in her uh with her characters and everything is very political sometimes but this one is actually heartwarming i would say it truly is what happens is that um hermione needs to take draco into her custody so Mm -hmm. in her home as a slave basically Mm -hmm. and she's of course against it because she you know how Hermione is about slaves and about using other beings to your own for your own you know good and whatever and guys it is so nice it has so many original things and very very interesting (laughs) stuff such as um the fact that you know he's not allowed to have a wand and yes. he's not allowed to have his own possessions and stuff yeah. like that but Hermione never treats him like a slave although no. you know Draco thinks she should yeah <laughs> just because you know, he did all those things that he did and um he he wishes for a few things and then for for a wand as well but not have not having the hope that he will get a wand yeah and he has some surprises along the way and they you know get closer closer and closer and the ending is very surprising right I I think it has around three chapters and um it's it's wonderful so it's original and I cannot tell you how it's ending but it is very surprising um a lot of other characters are involved like Luna and Harry and Ron and they work together with the Slytherins as well Mm -hmm. and they do something amazing that changes the world of the um, you know the magical world as Mm -hmm. as it is right at at the beginning of the thing it's it's very good so I totally uh, recommend it especially because it only has 12,000 words mm-hmm. so it's it's actually a pretty small one compared yeah. to the ones that we're, we're reading uh it's only on fanfic just as other like colubrina's um um works yeah, but it's to- it's totally worth it it's okay. worth to go on fanfic for yes i know georgie doesn't like fanfic oh. very much fanfiction.net uh, .net. She, <laughs> she finds it very hard so to it's read. worth they it also, they also have an app um which is mm, not not great but some of the fics that are are really really good and are yeah. only on uh, fiction and this is one of them by the way speaking of the app so i learned a couple of days ago which okay. made me change my mind apparently 
on the app or the website, I'm not 100% sure, on fanfic.net, you can actually choose for your phone to read it out to you. Oh. So if you're like driving or whatever. Hmm, that, that's so, that's yeah, I think, yeah, someone mentioned it online. I was like, oh, that is a great little treat because if you like to read a lot of fanfic, but maybe you drive a lot for work or commute or whatever, that might be a nice little feature. Hmm, All right, what's is- your second one? Here. You said you had two. Right? I have two. Yes. Okay. Looking Glass by Fiona Mika. Oh. We've talked about this again. So what what happens? Um, let me just read it out to you. No one knows what happened to Draco Malfoy in the final battle, but when his portrait shows up at Harry Potter's house, it's readily assumed that he didn't make it. Hermione's perspective on the wizard starts to change as she learns more about who he really was. The more she knows, the more tragic his apparent demise. Demise, 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 yeah, demise demise. Mm -hmm. uh, seems to be. Thank you. Um, I mean, Kionomiko. Yes. I don't, I, everything that I've read by Kionomiko is amazing, but it's also very cute. (gasps) So, so many other, so please check, check her out. She's she's really, really good. Uh, This one has 99,000 words. Um, It's to be found on archive of our own. Um. Basically, what happens is that Hermione moves in with Harry, yep. and Harry finds Draco Malfoy's portrait, and the only place in the whole house that he can put it yep. is in Hermione's room. And they start chatting, and um, Draco insists that he's not dead, that he's trapped somewhere. Yeah, not, he's a, not portrait. a portrait. Yeah. Of course, there's some... there's sexual things that happen <laughs> honestly who thought I oh yeah um so yeah. the smut is also very good surprisingly even though yeah. Draco is a portrait theoretically uh, as you probably can imagine he's not really a portrait yeah. um and then there's things that happen but it's very nice it it's lovely nice. it's one of the things that I would read and actually now that I'm talking about it again I would uh, read and concede yeah, yeah. I, I would consider rereading it it's very nice okay it is very nice so that was first proximity yes. and our tops in uh, this troop let's go to mutual pain yes. tell me Jordi tell so. me if you hear a little cough here and there, it's because my bronchitis is back, everyone. We're all very Pretty excited touchy. about it. <laughs> so I apologize <laughs> for coughing. Um, so mutual pining. Okay, so I thought about this. I wanted to talk about this particular fic for a while. <gasps> and I could never find it in any of the... You've never read it. <clears throat> will I, though? Um, I don't think you will. Because you said you don't want to. And I'll, we'll discuss why. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about it for a while and I put on the mutual pining because I do believe it is mutual pining, but uh, maybe more so on Draco's end and I'll discuss like why I chose to put it here. So it's called Once More with Feeling by Wet Pretzel and it's 106,000 words, 12 chapters. So I read it. No, you did not. You'd read Once More with Feeling by Kiono Miko. Yes. But this is by Wet Pretzel. Ah. Same title two different things oh okay, yeah so, okay, okay okay so once more with feeling by wet pretzel also once more with feeling by kionomiko is very nice as well but this one is 106,000 words 12 chapters so i'm going to read the description really quick and then i'll go into why i like it so much so as she looked around her living room at the green velvet ottoman she didn't remember purchasing the 14th century wizarding text on her bookshelf the hideous and obnoxiously ostentatious 
grandfather clock that could only belong to a Malfoy. She pictured the toothbrush next to hers on her bathroom counter, the old Slytherin Quidditch jersey she regularly tripped over in her bedroom, and the mint chocolate chip ice cream in her freezer, a flavor she abhorred, but that a particular pale pointy-faced aristocrat sat across from her had a tragic fondness for. Uh, her chest burning as if she drank a barrel of bubo tuber pus. I don't know what that is. Uh, Hermione turned to him with narrowed, accusing eyes. Malfoy, are we dating? If there's one thing Hermione Granger knows is that she simply didn't doesn't have time to date. Draco decides to date her anyway. So if you remember, <clears throat> you decided not to read her because it had miscommunication and you hate miscommunication. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I started reading, I read this one months ago. Mm -hmm. um, and at first I thought it was going to be very silly, like a little silly fun. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to think it's hilarious and then just like move on. I have to tell you, it was so much more than that. Like it was so really deep. Mm. Um, not weirdly, because I mean, what Pretzel is a fantastic writer. So I remember yeah, you and, sent me an audio about it and I was on my way to a new West. I was biking yes. and I remember reading it and deciding not to read it. Okay. Yes. So um, it's, it's exactly like it describes like Hermione and Draco do so much together. They work together. He like kind of like lives with her, but she says, well, it's only because, you know, they work together and they have so much things to spend time discussing. And then um, their sexual, um, I should say friends with benefits, right? As far as she's concerned. Um, it's funny because you see these little moments like, of their friends, her friends actually, Harry and Ginny and Ron, being like, like almost like, well, because you guys, you know, obviously, you know, we'll tell Malfoy. And she's like, well, I don't understand. Why would you tell Malfoy? And I'm like, well, why, why wouldn't we, you know? So she's very confused because as far as she's concerned, she doesn't think they're dating and they are dating. Mm -hmm. But I thought it turned a little bit as she gets to realize that she, they are dating as far as, Everyone is concerned and Draco is concerned and she gets upset, like pissed off, whatever. And it talks about then the, I feel like the fanfic takes a turn because it talks about her inability to cope with her life after the war and how she runs herself to the ground and she isn't aware she's doing it. And then you get these glimpses of how she ended up in St. Mungo's actually a couple of times because she works so much. She forgets to sleep. She forgets to eat. She forgets to take care of herself. And you find out that Draco does so much for her. Like he makes sure that she eats every day. He makes sure she rests. He makes sure that she has her favorite ink and her favorite parchment. It's, there's so many things that she does. And as far as he's concerned, as long as he can do these things for her, like he's okay with whatever she thinks this is. But she takes it very personally because she, there's one thing she hates is people thinking she's stupid and she was used. So she is very upset and people are like, but I mean, he does so much for you and his friends get very upset with her, whatever. In the end, it turns out that she did like him all this time. She's just so focused on saving magical creatures and doing the right thing or whatever. She got a little stuck, as she says. And I have to tell you, it, by next month's episode, if we do best Rakos, I think he's going to be on there. Yeah. Okay. He good. is amazing. And I know you hate miscommunication. So there's a little bit of that, but not as much as I thought it was going to be. Um, and it's treated very well. And I feel like it handles her mental um, health after the war uh, very well, because it discusses how sometimes when you're stuck in go, 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 
sometimes you forget to focus on the things around you that matter and you're just so focused on doing the right thing or, you know, and for her, she's kind of stuck into that mindset of saving the world every day and whatever. It's not important that she ends up like actually in the hospital dehydrated and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not eating or whatever. I, he's so, oh, this Draco, he's so kind, he's so loving. And the gesture she does for him don't to tell win us, him don't back, tell oh, it is honestly one of the sweetest things. Like I said, I put under mutual pining because technically it is, mm, okay, but okay. not really. But okay. I want to talk about this fanfic. So once more with Feeling by Wet Pretzel, 106,000 words, 12 chapters. I'm not doing it justice. Please go read it. Thank you. Hmm. okay very nice um mine I have two I won't go into detail about them that much because we've talked about them before uh-huh. one of them is tremble and depart yes. dark of the moon by uh, the description by dark of the moon the description is Draco Lucius Malfoy death mm-hmm. eater disposable life on probation at the ministry meant keeping his head down and his mouth shut on his first field assignment he's tasked with investing an abandoned death eater manor hiding more than a few secrets in its walls stuck with the only witch who agreed to work with him which is of course Hermione um it has a 140,000 words. It is very beautiful. I love this Draco. So they actually like each other. They've been thinking about each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But but because Draco is very withdrawn, um, he never, he, of course, he doesn't think that he deserves her attention or her love or whatever. Um, they don't get to interact that much. On the other hand, um, something had happened during seventh year that surprised her mind. This I, I don't want to tell you because this you find out a little bit later in the mm-hmm. in the fic. But it's something that makes her be pay a lot of attention to to Malfoy and what he does and wants to um, to get to know him a little bit better. But he, but the context never allows it, and they they end up working together in this in this doomed house mm-hmm. of Theo Malfoy Senior, mm-hmm. where they have a lot of challenges and they work together and they come closer. It is very nice and you get both perspectives of Hermione's and Draco's this is something that I like I usually like it very much when it's only Draco's perspective but this one provides a very very satisfying um, perspective of Draco Um, and he really 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 loves her and um, and the way that he sees her he's really he's very deeply in love and he cares about her very very much Mm -hmm. and this this house actually brings them together um and it has a very nice ending okay and then the second one with mutual pining that i have is bring him to his knees um which which, so we did a whole episode on bring him to his knees by music so with episode six okay anyway yeah. so I, I won't go into detail the thing is I, I do think it's a lot of mutual pining because they've been yes they have been thinking about each other one the, the other for a very long time and they start working on this mission mm-hmm. together um where they have to go to a kink club I think it's called or yeah, king club, club yeah. or whatever <laughs> and they have to act as if they they were dating but of course, none of them is actually yeah. acting. Um, it's one of the 
most read and popular, appreciated yeah. and popular fanfics, Draco fanfics. Draco is just amazing. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a, he's a, this Draco is a very strong and a very a very strong character I mm -hmm. find um, and has some you know I think we like characters when they have these sometimes exaggerated characteristics exaggerated features and this Draco has lots of them so he's very very tall mm -hmm. um, very manly very manly yeah. um his suffering is exaggerated but in an acceptable and a way that makes him even more likable yeah i find and it makes um, sense to the story too yes and he's he's his sense of smell is yeah is ex extremely well yeah. developed and he plays and he like uses, a part in it right yes yeah. and he uses that uh, by being you know an or um in his in his work as an or and he's very appreciated because of that and his memory is perfect yeah so he cannot forget anything that he's ever seen or heard or smelled um and this is also very 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 important in in the way that the character acts and develops yeah. because he can't forget the good things but he can't forget the bad, bad things that happen to him either yeah. anyway it's um go I listen think, to episode six yeah we discussed it for like a long time yes okay okay so that was <coughs> the second trope which was Mutual mutual pining, and now we're going into fake dating oh. and actually bringing to his knees would kind of fall under that too into did you not dating. feel that a lot of the ones we discussed could fit into one two mm -hmm, and three mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. Like I had some that I was thinking for one, I was like, oh, but this also could go under mutual pining and also this and proximity, proximity and, and yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I think- I um, love it when we agree. It's my favorite. <laughs> no. Yeah, but we agree on a lot of things. We do. I think that's great. Um, <laughs> that I think we, we both- put things in different categories so that we cover more yeah fanfics. yeah that's true that's how i chose them. okay yeah. fake dating i am very very curious and i hope maybe you have the same thing that i do i have three. Oh, okay should i just tell mine first so that it doesn't you matter can... mine are very short they're all one chapter no, but i wanted to talk about them. probably it's not mine okay you go ahead with yours uh okay do you want me to cover all three or Yes, Georgie, the okay. way, what, whatever you want. Oh my goodness. It is our podcast after all. <laughs> yes. So the first one is Faking It by Purple Sugar Quills. Uh, 13,000 words, one chapter. So 13,000? Yes. It's there. one chapter. So 13,000. Yeah. yeah. Did, I, did I read that? No, I don't think so. I don't think you read it. No, you don't read a lot of one chapter. So unless they're exceptional, I don't really send them to you. But if you want them, I have the links. So it says, their deal had been mutually beneficial. Blaze of yeah. got to date the girl. So it's fake dating, but it's between Hermione and Blaze, which I thought was like such a cool idea. Blaze of got to date the golden girl to improve his playboy reputation. Hmm. Hermione Granger gained access to pure blood events that she could secure the signatures needed for the house elf protection clause. It wasn't complicated, their arrangement, but Hermione couldn't help but feel she was making things difficult falling for Draco Malfoy, who stayed up chatting with her long after his flatmate had gone to sleep. So the whole point is that Hermione's trying to do this house elf protection plan thing, and it's not working because the pure bloods are just not having it. And she overhears Blaze's mom saying how like he needs to be serious and whatever. So she goes to him and she says, I'll help you improve your reputation of a playboy 
if you help me with this thing. So he says, sure. And then he, she starts going over to discuss things and plans and whatever. And that's where she finds Draco. And obviously they have so much in common and they stay up talking late at night or whatever. She thinks Blaze told Draco from the beginning that it's fake um yes blaze did not because he's an asshole and <laughs> draco's like oh my god i'm pining over my best friend's girl so it's like a little bit cute and a little bit angsty but it is just so wonderful and of course they bond over books and just just because they're so much closer or whatever and he's just like i just don't understand what you see in him and it's just really really great so faking it by purple sugar quills like I said, 13,000 words, one chapter. Okay, I'm going to read that too. I'm going to cough now. <coughs> oh my gosh, I'm never going to be done with this. Anyway, <laughs> the next one is called Not So Fake Dating ah. by Miss Wren. You know, Miss Wren, we love Miss Wren. Yes. 5,000 words, one chapter. And it says, after claiming she'll be bringing a date to Christmas at the borough, Hermione finds herself in a bind considering there is no boyfriend until Draco insists that he can fill the role Picking a relationship can't be that hard, can it? After all, they've already got the tension down. It is your, I wanted to choose this one because it's Christmas themed and we are around Christmas-ish, uh, but it is exactly what you think. Of course, he's been pining for her for a long time and he's like, well, can we be more? And of course they become more, but it's really cute. Um, and the last one, I don't want to go too much into it, but the last one is Riptide by Achille Mjolnir. Um, she Rip wrote tide? the Riptide, yes. Riptide. Riptide. She wrote Until the Ink Runs Dry, <gasps> which you know I love so much. <sighs> so I wanted to discuss this one. And she also had the one where, like, the one shot that Hermione traveled back in time. You even like that one. Mm -hmm. was a, was a no, choice. I like her. Yeah. Very much. So Riptide by Achio Mjolnir, 11,000 words, one chapter. So it says, What happens when two complete idiots who are madly in love with each other are too ridiculous? to just fucking talk about it huh? elaborate and unnecessary fake dating schemes that barely hide the truth from everyone but themselves that's what happens so basically ron comes to so one of the patil sister thinks that hermione and drake are dating but they're not they work together so of course you know how the um the wisdom come out they're like gossipy or whatever so ron comes over to hermione one day and he's like are you dating draco malfoy and she's like very sarcastically yeah i'm dating draco malfoy like seriously well ron believes her so it turns into this whole thing and she's like well it would be nice because i do have some events it would be better to go with someone he's like well i do have this thing for my mom i have to do so they end up like fake dating but not really fake dating because they end up like sleeping together and doing all many things um and of course you realize they like each other all the way down the road and this whole time and they end up dating and i thought they were very cute and i wanted to cover them nice Okay, Georgie, now I have so many on my list again. Anyway, uh, mine for fake dating is Opportunity Cost by oh. Misdemeanor1331. What a good one. I know. So what is ha what happens here is Draco Malfoy needs an escort. Hermione Granger needs the money. One week in Italy could give them both far more than they bargained for. A dark, a darker take on the classic film Pretty Woman. Um, 20, uh, 23,000 words. Mm. Very nice. Oh, I mean, Pretty Woman is already, I mean, yeah. I'm, I was sold. <laughs> yeah. 
um, but it's it's well written. It's nice. The relationship between the two of them is um, is developed. Maybe show how it it shows how it's developing, and it's I I enjoyed reading it, and mm -hmm. I actually reread some of some parts because I really really like them. Yeah, and the red dress is also involved. Yes, and I think we even I, discussed it on another. We did. We did. Yeah. But it's just very good. Mm. I remember, I think I read it first. I remember saying to you, it's a little bit darker, but I promise you it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And the resolution I thought was just so great, right? Yes, the resolution is beautiful. Oh, I do yes. love it when he does things like when he decides to be a better person because mm -hmm. of her, not yes. for her, but because of her and the things that she says to him and make him think larger scale. Yes. I really do like that. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Travel time. Uh, time travel. <laughs> travel okay. time. Did I say travel okay. time? <laughs> mint breath. <laughs> mint breath. No. Is it mint breath or breath mints? Yeah. So starts battle. We will forever call it travel time. <laughs> no. Travel. Time travel. Time travel. Time. <laughs> so. What a cough again, everyone. So pay attention. <laughs> oh my goodness oh, gracious. Sure. I'm so sorry, everyone. You should always oh, should have said in the beginning of the episode, take a drink every time you hear Georgie cough and then you'll be drunk by the end of it. <laughs> so for travel time, as it will forever be known, travel I can only time. put one fanfic. Only one until the end of time. I feel like maybe there'll be others that I'll read but as far as I'm concerned, the only one that exists is Timeless <gasps> by Alexandra uh, underscore Emerson. You don't know because you didn't read it. That is correct. That I is correct. It. But to me, once you read it, there is no other, no other fanfic for time travel. Anyway, so it is pretty big, pretty lengthy, 325,000 words, 50 chapters. So it says... Draco breaks a time turner and starts jumping around in time. Very similar to the premise of the time traveler's book. At first, when he sees he's married to Hermione in the future, he's horrified and fights against it in any way he can. But the love he sees in the future is unlike anything he's ever imagined for himself. Meanwhile, his future self is coming to the past to charm Hermione. When they both meet up in the same time, things get fun. There are also several side plots and alternative POVs with Harry, Ron, Ginny, Blaze, Theo, Daphne, Astoria, Lucius, and Narcissa contributing to the story. It's post-war, not epilogue compliant, happy ending, but the characters do have to work very hard for it. Um, I think half the reason why you haven't read it is because I probably put you off of it um, because I felt like, you know how we read things differently, you read multiple at a time mm. and I read one even I had to pay attention to it. Yeah. It is the kind of thing that I feel like you have to read it continuously. It is complex in a way that I'm not saying that other uh, fix are, but it complex in a way that I hadn't read before because you do have to pay attention because she writes from the perspective of the Draco right now who goes in the future. And then later on, she writes from the picture of the Draco in the future who goes back okay. to whatever so it's a lot of you see both perspectives you have technically six no three Dracos and three Hermione's right like the past mm. the present and the future and they are very different at these different times um she wrote another one after this another way where because there's a decision that has to be made by both of them at one point once they find out the truth they choose to let it go or they choose to cancel it or whatever so I recommend that one as well, but I thought it was 
man angsty like just like she kept saying after a couple of chapters pretty much every other chapter I promise you it's happy end because it was just so much and I like the fact that the Draco of the past um you know thinks a certain way and then he changes his mind and then he makes some decisions and even though they love and trust each other they still keep secrets from each other because Hermione insists when she knows she doesn't want to know like the Draco of the future decides he doesn't want to tell the Draco of the past anything because he doesn't want him to influence his decisions and then Hermione has to promise but then on her own she also feels like she can't live without him when he decides that maybe they should change things and then he changes his mind and she so it's very complex and I feel like everyone made decisions thinking they're the best decision at that time but the best decision that Hermione made in the future is not the decision that Hermione of the past would have made so you have all these like different variables Lucius, Narcissa, they also have their own, not, they're not bad or evil. They're actually like concerned parents. So you have them in this dynamic, they make their own decisions. Then you have Theo who's entrusted with something and he makes it. So it's just, I just felt like it was just such a complex story. And it talks to you about the sacrifices we make for our loved ones. And sometimes the lies we tell them in order to protect them and the lies we tell ourselves because we can't handle the truth. And I don't think I'm making, I'm doing it justice, but I I can't say enough about good it. things about it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's not side too deep because I'll cough again. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, yes. <coughs> I, I, yeah, I, I am very um, afraid of reading it just because it's so angsty and because and I it get, is. Um, I and I think in a I real get, way yeah. you know sometimes it's angsty and it's like well they're like wizards and witches in yeah. eighth year and maybe it's a little yeah. removed from you because they are of our age maybe or they're married and they have to make real decisions about starting a family and yes you know about their future it is, a, it is real in a way that maybe would hurt us more because maybe in our life we've also made those decisions yes or have had to so but I do recommend it but maybe not right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. On a Positive? happier note, I have four. Um, all of them are shorter. They're not as um, angsty? angsty. Yes. Mm. The first one is Chronos Historium. Oh, yes. By In Dreams. Mm. We love her. Yes. So everything that I read by her is very, very good. Um, I think I read four um she is god so in dreams has in underscore dreams chronos historia they all her fix are original they are very different and she puts a lot of emphasis on the um, adventure of it on the um, sometimes it's a lot of mystery in it a different setting different ideas so I I honestly don't know where she gets all these very different ideas she's amazing okay so uh what happens Hermione and Draco stumble upon a mysterious portal and find themselves hurtled back through time a thousand years forced to team up to find a way home they quickly realized that much of the history they believed to be a fact wasn't true after all founders era time travel dream mining uh 90, 98,000 words i enjoyed it from the beginning to the end usually in dreams doesn't have a redemption arc of draco's i find so mm-hmm. draco actually in her um 
he's nice yeah actually yeah so he's actually always been nice it's just that the the way that things happened he just didn't show that side of yeah. him like he's already wor- done the work by the time he yes. gets to him in her appendix yeah. exactly exactly and in Kronos Historia um, his transformation is quite abrupt mm-hmm. um, and the explanation behind it is something that I believe believed uh, yeah. and it was believable to yeah. me and acceptable was. was the fact that you know what back in I mean the, in that new time mm-hmm. a thousand years ago he doesn't he's not Draco Malfoy mm-hmm. he can be anyone and yes. he can just be himself mm-hmm. there's no expectations he doesn't have he, he had, people don't know what he's done people don't look at him with I don't, he's, it's just a new beginning yeah. for him and he is just nice and I remember it's probably one of my favorite moments in the whole fic when he laughs at at a joke so Hermione sees him from her table I think he she's she was um they, they are sorted again and but they're not sorted in the same house anyway. She she sorted in Ravenclaw, which yeah. is very important that it's Ravenclaw and yes. not something else because uh, Rowena Ravenclaw plays a huge role in this, and and her daughter as well, uh, Helena Ravenclaw. She actually becomes Hermione's best friend mm-hmm. and uh, the bloody Baron, you know, yes. the ghost from Harry Potter. She he's actually becomes Draco's yeah. best friend, and he there's this moment where the bloody Baron says. Um, um, a joke and Draco laughs but really you know laughs the genuine laugh it's a laugh from the whole heart and Hermione is shocked is shocked to see actually mm-hmm. how how he can be without all the burdens and all the name and all yeah. everything that Draco is is in the present moment or in in the Harry Potter series it's very nice they work together, they come close, they, of course, they mm-hmm. get to be together, but there's a lot of twists and turns yeah. as in all in Dreams' works. Yeah. And it's very surprising. It it's is. really so surprising because you learn so much about Helena, um, Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw yeah. and all the, the founders, yeah. and, and all the founders and they're there and you find out a little bit more about their, um, their personalities. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it so much. So this yeah. is actually my favorite um, work of in underscore dreams. Okay. The other ones are the trouble th- something uh, about time. Ooh, did I read that one? Yes, I think you have. Dreamini by Lady Kens. uh, Lady Kens 347. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've read a lot of by her and she's very good. Uh, She has, oh my God, I think she has hundreds. Yeah. She's, she's very prolific she, yes. writer. Yeah. Hermione was sick of adventure. She'd had her fair share, and taking a seat at the desk in the back of the DLME was all she could have dreamed of. Until it wasn't. One day, Hermione is summoned in the bowels of the ministry, where she is met by the lead unspeakable, who is a rather who has a rather odd situation that needs to be dealt with. Draco Malfoy has just arrived from 20 years in the future and is, insists on speaking to his wife, Hermione Granger. The only only problem is that the Draco Malfoy he she knows is still the snarky button uh, pushing boy upstairs and not the man in front of her now. Um, how many yes. words? How many words? Um, Thirty nine thousand. Um, it's very nice. So basically, mm-hmm. this Draco comes from the future where Hermione is dying, mm-hmm. and he wants to save her, so yes. he breaks the law. uses a time turner comes back and needs to find a way to save Hermione and of course 
yeah, the, the, there's a happy ending. Yes. We have um, Draco from this, um, from from this, from the present. He's actually also already in love with Hermione. Yeah, but we find that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's nice it's heartwarming somehow and something happens between Hermione and the future Draco which I was not expecting yes um and then the present Draco isn't happy about that Mm. but some somehow things actually turn out very very nice it's it's nice the second the third yes I do remember one phrase I'm not giving up anything but I do remember one phase uh towards the end where he's she says to him, we got more time. And once you read the fic, you understand what that means. But uh, it always stuck with me from this Yes. Fic. Uh, best shot by Achio Mjolnir. Mjolnir. That's the one I was talking about earlier. Best shot, yeah. Best shot, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, it's eighth year and Hermione's trying to navigate her post-war friendship with Draco Malfoy and the relationship with Ron Weasley when she gets an unexpected visit from someone who knows her better than anyone her, than anyone herself. Thrown back from the future, an older Hermione drops a bombshell on her. She has only three days to set things right or Draco dies. It's the same idea. It's just that it's reversed from the, the troubles. Is something about time. It's twenty four thousand words. Very nice. Oh, I this Draco is also so sweet, sweet. and he's he that he's, <coughs> he's already the best Hermione's best friend. Yeah, he's also in love with her, but again, mm-hmm. he doesn't think that she might feel the same for her. Oh, and so by this Hermione from the future coming back um she they come closer a little bit sooner mm-hmm. um she does save draco but she also has a surprise when she comes back to yeah. the future which is very very nice and the, the so. surprise is um it's um it's very satisfying and it's due to the fact that hermione um by going back um by going back to the past hermione and draco come together sooner yes <laughs> but it's it's nice it's, it is very nice I, I really enjoyed it i really yes. enjoyed reading it and the last one is once more with feeling we talked about this it's by um by kiono miko yes. um hermione is stuck in a time loop basically yes. and she, every day she meets draco mm-hmm. she has different i i honestly kiono miko she's brilliant i find because she finds so many different ways of the same of the same day mm-hmm. So it goes so in so many different ways, yeah. depending on what she says and what she he, does. Yeah. You find out that he actually has been in love with her for, for a long time. time He's yeah. actually very open when she is open very to, open, yeah. you know, go taking their relationship further. Um, I, I really like a moment when they they just kiss um, and it's purely physical, mm-hmm. um, but in the past days I mean uh, it's the same day but actually it's Hermione's past Um, they already had had you know more deep conversations and they come closer and and the Dracos of the previous days um, he's been very I don't know gentle and Mm -hmm. loving just because they had had those conversations and in that particular occurrence of the same day they go to kissing right away mm-hmm. and he is just very physical with her because yeah. he had had he hadn't had that conversation because have. you yeah. know it's the new draco basically yeah but he realizes when she pulls back he realizes that they had already 
she, she knows him a lot more than what just because thought. he had she had gone through this day so many times, times. and had had so many conversations with Draco mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. and knows him so well yes it's beautiful it is gorgeous yes and although I, I didn't expect it to be so deep and so nice and to have yeah. so many different aspects of the relationship and so many ways the uh, one single the same day can go yeah. but it, it's very nice and they find a way they do find a way, way yeah. and they kind of fight for each other yeah, and then the first they end up together and it's really nice mm-hmm. okay finally time travel a lot of things with time travel as well okay i'm done with time, time travel oh my goodness the next category i forgot that it was on our list so diana is the only one okay who I has will. anything on it yes a mystery a slash adventure yes if I... you can think of anything right now you can share it but i have two and Ooh. i think so one of them is the disappearances of draco malfoy which i have not read georgie i don't know what to do with you i don't know what to do with me either yes uh the disappearances of draco malfoy i don't know where they are and why oh the disappearance of draco malfoy <laughs> by speechwriter um i think so it it's already very popular it hasn't been published um, a very long time ago i think mm-hmm. it's i don't know october maybe or yeah or something yeah. like that but people went crazy about it and they yeah. have all the reasons to the night that harry and dumbledore return from the cave the death eaters are delayed from reaching the top of the astronomy tower for one more minute drake um, drake malfoy's lower malfoy lowers his wand mm-hmm. A Deathly Hollows rewrite in which Draco accepts Dumbledore offer it to fake his death and go into hiding with the Order of the Phoenix. It's very long, guys. So it is 296,000 words. Every single word is worth it. It is complex, but what I absolutely admired and found genius is Draco's redemption arc one of the best redemption arcs and you've said that yes and it has it's gradual Mm -hmm. it is believable it is not that he just had an epiphany something happens and Draco changes a little bit Mm -hmm. then something else happens and Draco changes a little bit more Mm -hmm. it is so well described and so well that the Draco's inner world is is very 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 well described and Mm -hmm. i i suggest it you know i just recommend it 100 the only thing that i missed is the smut um however their first kiss even though it's it's just a kiss and it is very a very very intense very sexy it is very intense just because it is uh the build-up the build-up is very long and so that kiss is very satisfying and the way that he starts seeing Hermione differently every day and uh, starts admiring her more and more and then falls in love with her gradually is also very well written so the disappearances of Draco Malfoy by speechwriter and the other one is Nocturnus by in underscore dreams again um i you know 
tried to put them in such a way that you know that we cover everything mm-hmm. um nocturnus can be put in other areas as well but um when an underground power stirs in France and threatens the fragile post-war balance in England, Draco steps into a seat of power in which he is the heir by birthright, determined to protect his family, but to protect his family. Intent on justice, Hermione volunteers for the role of his partner and advisor, neither of them aware of the ancient and twisted web of chaos they're about to walk into. It has 214,000 words. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's very long. It has three parts. The thing is that Draco basically has the moon power. Mm-hmm. He is the... Um, he, he harnesses the moon power and his powers become kind of infinite. And mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people, a lot of mean people mm-hmm. who want to have that power, who think gotcha. that uh, the Malfoys shouldn't have that power. It's a power that uh, Lucius didn't want to, to take for mm-hmm. himself, but Draco's grandfather, I think, or great-grandfather was the last um, person or the last Malfoy who, who actually came into that power mm-hmm, or accepted mm-hmm. it and used it. Anyway, and there's other families and the purebloods that um, are jealous of that and feel that it's their right to have that power. It is very interesting and yet another different take of, on magic. And, yeah. and then Hermione does it, uh, wants to be by his side just because she thinks that with that power, a lot of good can be done. Mm-hmm. So she kind of sacrifices herself and says, okay, I can be your advisor. I can have all everything that you need in order to, you know, to, to start understanding this part because at the beginning mm-hmm. he doesn't. Um, and he accepts her because it feels right, not because they are in love yeah. or whatever, but of course, spending more time with each other, they, they fall in love and so on. I find that she could have written it a little bit shorter mm-hmm. because there's, um, it takes a lot of time for him to understand and to harness that power and to, for action, actually, for, to get to the actual action part yeah um, but um it is original and i i liked the idea yeah and i think she has very original ideas yes yes like does. every single one of hers are different right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought about some you said adventure too right mystery adventure yes yeah. mr so a- any by underscore <coughs> dreams um can be actually put into mystery adventure yeah, also I distance yeah. distance I don't know why I think I haven't mentioned distance because I put it in the co-worker trope you did you did in, uh, in the first episode yeah. yeah yeah in the first uh, tropes episode so this is why okay yeah. I think if I were to discuss one it would be probably like clean and marked right mm, especially yes. clean maybe marked not so much but clean definitely was adventure um and then I was thinking about clean and reminding me of woke up on the wrong side of reality oh, by Nick Cedra right which is again another adventure uh just <laughs> like one of the best Dracos. I remember telling you and saying this Draco is very different in the sense that he kind of puts Harry and Ron in his place, in their place, and he defends Hermione and he sees what she needs. Um, and the same thing with, with Draco from Clean by yes. Olivia Blake. I think they're the same way. They're just like very in tuned to her. Yes, um, and I recommend them. I, I we've talked about them and length in the previous episodes, but while you were talking about these, um, I wanted to like reminding me of these two. So 
cleaned by Libby Blake and then woke up on the wrong side of the early by Nick's Fedra. Nick's, Nick's underscore Fedra. Anyway, sorry, I forgot about that category. No, one. no, no. I think uh, that was great. So Omegaverse slash Omegaverse. Yes, 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 yes. I want you to talk about Omegaverse first because I think mine will surprise you. Tell me. No, you talk first and I'll tell you at the end. Oh, my, my mine? Omegaverse. Mine yeah. is mine. Mine. <laughs> mine, I've talked about this before. Uh, mine. Diana loves this fanfic. Yes, loves it. It's it's absolutely Sometimes mine. when she needs a little pick-me-up. Oh yeah, and she needs like a pick me up in a couple of hours, right? Yes, because it's not long. She she's like, I needed to just find a little happy space. 30, yeah, yeah thirty thousand words. Alphas and omegas are a rare thing in Britain, particularly after the casualties of war. Hermione suffers from heat, a quarterly occurrence in an omega's life, and if she isn't all ready pregnant with slim options of alphas who aren't married or horrible men Hermione but all begs Draco Malfoy of all people to get her through this heat what happens when years of animosity and misunderstanding crash around them mixed with urges and uncovered desires oh whoa <laughs> no it's it's really good I've talked about this I think at least two times if not three the sex is Amazing. amazing it's and what i don't like about alphas and omegas is that animalistic um, <laughs> or those animalistic urges where basically you just feel that people are that, that they are actually not in in love it's just their yeah. um, their physi phys physiology, physiology that yeah. uh, asks for one another the but in this one she actually not not always calls him alpha uh, actually calls him draco mm -hmm. so so it's really satisfying it's just like two people spending you know that those days yeah. together having sex and realizing that they actually you are a perfect match yeah and there's also another twist like in the magical world um something where where Narcissa looks in a you know in a book checks in a in a certain yeah. book with the genealogy of the families and whatever and she finds something very interesting um but the way that the two of them have sex but also come together more than just physically i think it's very very well described in this one yeah i, really I think so it. too I like, <coughs> I like it and then you see his perspective and how how he is he is physically attracted of course from the beginning mm -hmm. just because that's the nature of alpha and omega but the way that beside beyond the physical aspect yeah. and the attraction he sees her and likes her more and more mm -hmm. and that does it and you could just talk endlessly about it i know should i, I read know. it again <laughs> you should read it again it's only so thirty thousand words okay <laughs> it's okay. only thirty thousand words yeah it is it's do you have any for Vela? um i think you have because you just read a lot of them recently. you know what i chose one that you've never read what but i want to tell you about my choice for omegaverse ladies and gentlemen what? you don't know this about me no. but diana's gonna be very surprised or oh maybe not because oh my god i did choose what you think i chose what all you want by sending you i did let me talk why, about why, it why okay so guys when we first read all you want by selling you it was our first omega verse we were let's just say babies in the world of fan fiction we were not our minds were not in tune with understanding 
all of that. Okay. Okay. So when we read All You Want by Celine, which by the way, she's the author of Manacle, so many other ones. Um, Manacle, I feel, still think it's like the most read one in All You Want. Oh no, All You, you Want, want is, is actually the most the read, most read yeah. one. Just like everyone has read All You Want. It's 173,000 words, 36 chapters. So <clears throat> when I was getting ready for this episode, I was like, oh, Diana's going to have mine in the Omegaverse. I know because she, she's talked about it. She's loved it and whatever. And I'm probably going to choose this one or this one. It was the program and another short one I had read, um, which is a whip. It's a two chapter, whatever. And I was like, you know, what? I did read this one a long time ago. I remember reading it and thinking it's too animalistic. Just too, I just couldn't handle it. But I went back and started rereading it. What? And you remember I told you a couple of months after that I think it's a lot more, it's a lot deeper than maybe we gave it credit for. I never thought about it. I went back to read it. I I love it. What? Oh my God. It is now that I've read it with different eyes, now that we've read for a while. So we've read a lot of smut. We've read, I think we're more not open-minded, but we are, but just we understand, I think, that world more. And once you read Vela or Vila, guys, I don't know how to say it. I think you understand the whole mating thing, the whole gland thing. I think like at first the whole licking was just throwing me off. I was like, it is a lot. I think it's fantastic. And I think has one of the best breakouts. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's okay. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I have so, to talk about it because I have to reread it. And this is not, I cannot, I, I don't have time. I'm currently read actually rereading. I'm not done with the reread, but I just... So it's eighth year at Hogwarts. It was supposed to be Hermione's and it's just not in the way she expects. It's an Omegaverse thing. So in this world of Omegaverse, um, Omegas are unheard of, just very rare. It's always a pure blood uh, who is an Omega. Happens every couple of, I don't know how many generations. Normally this wouldn't be something that people would deal with because when you are born in the magical world, you get a test and you find out if you're a beta, an Omega or an Alpha. So your parents can prepare you. So most of the time, Omegas, since they know they are Omegas from birth, they get married right out of um, Hogwarts. Yes. They already have a partner. So by the time they go through their first heat in 19, they don't have to deal with this. Well, here comes little Hermione Granger, cute little curly witch that she is. And she's 19 because as we know, she never did seventh year because you know they were fighting a war. So she presents in like the first week of school. <clears throat> and it just throws everyone from so you find out that she's an omega all these guys at school are alphas draco malfoy included i know a shocker that they work so well together anyway so he helps her through her first heat because unlike the other alphas who are very in tune with personal or whatever he can breach like these wars to get to her he's the most in tune with her so let me tell her what i love it so much number one because I think that it talks a lot about the women's right to choose their own bodies and everything else. So mm. Hermione has a lot of issues with being an Omega. She feels like it's very demeaning because she thinks that she's supposed to be very, um, I don't know how to say it in English, but like servile and just like very like, um, like very demure. And she's supposed to cower down to an alpha and basically do anything that she, you know, he wants her to do. And when they use their alpha voice, normally she has to do what they say and whatever. So I mean, she, she just can't not, help doing what they yes, say. Yes, she can't help it, right? She so she hates body. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, she hates that, you know, because mm -hmm. she's a modern witch. She, she wants to have control of her body. And I was like, well, isn't that just 
very interesting way of approaching a women's right to choose, which I feel like is a very common, I think, conversation in our 2021. Um, we have all these laws and all these countries who are trying to take women's right to choose over their bodies away. And I was like, look at, look at little Miss Eileen Yu being a little just so much cooler than I first gave her for credit for. Because I remember when we first read this, I was like sending Diana like voice notes. I was like, I don't know, man, it's a lot with the glands and the thing and the heat and the running. But I'm like, I'm reading now and I'm like, this is a lot deeper than I gave it credit for. The other thing was Draco's an alpha. And he presented when he was going through his trial. And it says on there, if you remember, he was very controlled and she thought her mind thought that he didn't like her. And, you know, this is the Draco that complained for six months after he was scratched by a hippogriff and you know how that goes, right? He's a very dramatic person. And she's like, why won't he look at me? Why won't he, whatever. You find out that uh, when in this world, when an alpha presents, it takes on um, characteristics, what they would want to be. So in this case, because for him it happened, while he was on trial, one of the characteristics he took was he's very stoic and he has a lot of self-control. And, you know, the other thing that you see with these other alphas, they kind of have no control of themselves when they're around her, because not only are omegas very rare, but they're very rarely left to present as an omega without already being married to an alpha or a beta. So he, unlike the other ones, gives her the choice the choice to choose. He asks her a couple of times, are you sure? Which again, talks about consent and just so many other things that honestly I did, they just flew right off my head the first That's time. That's so interesting. And he's just so, I think he's like so amazing because he's so aware of her and, and you know, the way she talks about being an Omega and everything else and how she doesn't want to be, um, you know, he kind of takes that to heart. And for him, he's just like, I'm going to do whatever you need me to do because you're having such a hard time with this whole thing. And he's trying to explain to her, this is who you are and you have more power than you think. Um, just because I say something and you think you have to follow me, that's not true. Emotionally, you're the one who, if you want something, I'm gonna do everything I can to make that happen because your happiness is more important to me than my own happiness, which is very similar with Bella's and I feel like <coughs> the in the mating thing or whatever. Anyway, I think... It's just great. Honestly, I I wouldn't say I recommend reading it again because maybe you just don't want to. The sex is very hot and sweaty and it doesn't bother me so much this time. Mm-hmm. Like it did with the, with the glands. With the glands. Like I get it. Like I totally get it now because I think we've read enough now that I maybe we're just a little bit more used to it. But I just... I just find it like just, and it's, it is so much smarter than I gave it credit mm-hmm. for. Well, sending nudes are all... Yeah very very interesting and then they have a lot of um cool stuff in them the um, the i think the the thing besides you know the writing and the you know the, the animalistic yeah. stuff that was very intense for me it was very intense yeah when i read it the first time now i know that i am more prepared to read it mm-hmm. as you said because we've read a lot of bellas and mm-hmm. or villas or whatever but um another thing that <coughs> to me is um is almost unbearable is the miscommunication so and it and there she, is there is miscommunication and it makes sense for it to be miscommunication and this is the reason of miscommunication in a lot of dreamlining fanfics she thinks that he does it only 
because she's yeah. asked to or he's asked to or something like that, that and the fact that he's stoic he interprets that he actually doesn't want to do it he yeah. just does it because he's you know yeah in this one case he thinks he's gonna go to ask a man if he doesn't because mcgonagall makes the sound yes that way. exactly so so <coughs> she thinks so she interprets his stoicism as the fact that he actually doesn't want to be with like her he does all, it because yeah. because he has to and uh, she, he interprets, interprets her not wanting to be an omega as her not wanting to be with him and exactly. despising whatever which i know you don't like him so i think maybe that's why i was just well, I don't think it was the one we should have read as a first Omega verse, to be honest That's with you. But, yeah, because it's, listen, if you're not used to it and we weren't, um, and then there's the miscommunication, which you do not like, which is why I try not yeah. to recommend miscommunication stuff with you. I think you should give another chance. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, Georgie, while you're reading it, just send me the chapters with smut and the ones that are more, you know, heartwarming and stuff like that. I just don't want to read the whole thing again, I think. You know why I skipped over the smut part? Like What? Not not all of it, but like it wasn't like I wanted, I wanted to read more. And the parts that I did read, like the first, I want to say, because I downloaded online books, it's like 1,100 pages. Maybe the first 400 pages, I read everything. And after that, I kind of skipped over the smut. You know, when I started skipping over the smut, I'll tell you. So there's a, they've been having sex for a while, whatever. And then there comes one time when he has, and, and the thing that bothers her, she feels like when when the alphas use their voice and she starts having sex or going in heat or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, she feels like she loses herself, like she's not mm -hmm. present and everything mm -hmm. else, which is one thing that that's why he thinks she's not into it because he's like, you're not you. You're like these two different things, which is a very weird thing for an omega. And it's because when she presents an omega, like when he presents as an alpha, <clears throat> she's been fighting wanting to be an omega because she feels like it's a submissive thing and that's not her so um the first time he has sex with her where she's present he doesn't lick her plans which doesn't make her go a little crazy she kind of loses autonomy of her own body right and it does say in this universe that for the first six months technically omegas should have sex like every day mm. um and everything else and she does not and it kind of throws her off so every time he touches her she's basically kind of loopy half there half not the first time they have sex without him touching her glands or or like licking them or whatever she's so present and she realizes how much he cares for her uh, because he is so kind and generous and listens to her body and I think that's when things change for them because she realizes that he's not just having sex with her because she's an omega and they're rare um and he really does pay attention to what she is asking for um, and after that, I kind of stopped reading the sex parts. Like I just, I'll read them, but I'll skim through them. But I don't know. I just, I found it so much deeper than, yeah. than I, I, I first, I gave it credit for. So kudos to Miss Emily Yu for being the coolest. And it is very popular. Oh yeah. But it's the most popular of all. The most so popular of all. I think. think the problem was with us. Not with yeah. You know what Mr. Husband says? What? Uh, one day uh, he was looking in the mirror and he says, don't you think I'm, I don't know. Not, I, it was either good looking or, <coughs> or funny or cute, something like uh -huh. that. So it was. So he was actually giving himself a compliment. A compliment. And I started laughing because I found it was very, very funny and very like him. Yeah. And uh, and he said he continued and said, "If you don't think I'm whatever yeah. he was, he said about himself, then the problem lies with you." <laughs> Perfect. That is hilarious. And that is the truth with us, right? The, 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 the problem lies with us if we didn't like it. <coughs> yeah. 
So yes, Bella. So I read a bunch lately. It was um, his Bella Heritage, Love and Other Misfortunes, um, blah, 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 blah. I chose one where it's a little bit different. Mm -mm. It's called Dreams and Divinations Don't Predict the Future. What a lovely title. By Safely Capricious. It's 10,000 words and it's a series of four works but in the same universe. (coughs) And it started during one of those like writing festivals. So I don't know if you knew, but um, the fanfic world has different types of festivals. So sometimes they'll be like around Halloween. There's one where they focus more on like Vela, werewolf, different kinds of creatures. Then around Christmas time, they're very fluffy Christmas one fix. This one was starting during one of those festivals. Um, and it was continued over two years, but this one has Bella Hermione which I had never read before. Bella Hermione? Yes, it was very interesting. Um, so she finds out she's a Vela, and then obviously Draco Malfoy is her mate, which is shocking to me every time. Every time these two are meant to be together, every time they are destined to end together, I'm like, unbelievable. How does that happen every time? So <coughs> she's a Vela. She doesn't want to <laughs> present. She doesn't want to have... She doesn't want to force him. She feels like she's forcing him. Uh, meanwhile, he's been dreaming about her because in this universe, it's just like she dreams about him, but she's not aware that he dreams about her as well in like sexual dreams. Um, and you find out this Draco's been going to therapy for years. Oh, and, poor Draco. Yeah, and like he's like just trying to handle whatever. So when she does tell him, he says to her, give me a year. So she's a thinking, year? yeah. So she's thinking a year until you have to find a solution to whatever. And he's thinking a year to court you because he wants to be with her so much. So he's like, okay, six months. So he'll find out in like the last one, he courts her for those six months and he's so lovely and kind and generous and gives her flowers and gifts that are really thoughtful. And he just really wants to court her. And she thinks, okay, we have six months and then that's it, we're not gonna be together. But they do end up being together. And it's really nice because Hermione and Ginny and Pansy and Luna are friends um <laughs> so that's really nice um and everyone's really supportive of this relationship it's very cute it's Bella Hermione which I've never read before and I do recommend it it's dreams and divination don't predict the future by safely capricious <clears throat> yeah and we also read his villa heritage yes I did mention that yeah. you did that mm-hmm. okay good, good, good. I did I did I did I did mention it wonderful um, wonderful I think we chose some really nice ones. I'm very happy. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. So, um, mm, I think this is our reading? episode. Well, I'm currently finishing All You Want by Celine <coughs> I have maybe about 300 pages left in it. And you know me, I read one at a time. And I have to tell you, I've read a lot of one chapters lately because I've been home for the holidays and it's very hard to read like a full-length fanfic with everyone and their mother coming to visit. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm currently reading. All you want. Oh my goodness. What about you? Do you oh my goodness. What I is Yana not reading? Yeah, exactly. So I am reading Raylo fanfic. Uh, so I am rereading Landscape with a Blur of Conquerors. Yana oh, discussed last episode. Goodness. She's very into it. Uh, <clears throat> one of my top 
two ones, I think. Uh, fanfics of all time. Uh, then I am also reading uh, Raylo fanfic. It's called Like Young Gods by the Ooh. same author called Diasterisms. Um, it is very nice as well. Um, then, Dreamini, The Sacrifices We Make mm -hmm. um, by LR underscore Earl. Ooh. The sacrifice is unique. Oh yeah, yeah I read with, it with, with the werewolf. Yeah, the werewolf. Oh, that was very interesting. Guys, I I cannot even. So this smut is something else. But when I say something else, is you've never read this before, mm -hmm. like this, and mm -hmm. you never will. Yeah, this is something completely different, and we love it. We loved it. We both mm -hmm. loved it. It's yeah. And Draco is a werewolf, and at first he doesn't really remember yeah. exactly what had happened before and stuff like that. And uh, then, so it's, I'm at 70% with this one. Then I'm rereading Erase and Rewrite by Bodas, Bofa Studu. <gasps> Love Bofa. Yes, I know. And this Draco is so, so sensitive. He and is. he's so in love. How are we going to so, choose best Draco? I don't know, Georgia. I have no idea. Then I'm still reading From Wiltshire with Love by Mistress Lynn. Oh, I finished it. It's lovely. Yes, I am at 52%. And I know that there's some angst coming and I feel that I'm not ready yet. My, I'm not in the mood for reading that. And then Aurelian by Bitty Blue Eyes. Aurelian. I think Aurelian is only <coughs> fanfic. I don't remember. Uh, I'm at 26%. Aurelian, basically Scorpius which is Draco's and Hermione's son, is sent from the future by Hermione, who's dead. Yeah. And he, they sent him, they sent uh, Scorpius with, no, they sent Aurelian, sorry, Aurelian, mm -hmm. not Scorpius. But for me, <laughs> Scorpius is, is the, the name. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, but he's Aurelian. I'm, I apologize. So I'm, my, my mistake i have actually haven't read this haven't touched it in a month or mm -hmm. so i started it in when i was in um, in mexico and then i haven't yeah continued continued yes um but it's interesting so yeah. the, uh, hermione sends um sends aurelian with her memories mm -hmm. and they are disastrous yeah so basically the end of the world is happening yep. if they can't manage to stop it yeah so they're, they're working together draco and hermione are not together they're not even friends yeah to be honest but um because aurelian is there and he's both he's the son of both, yeah, of, both them, of them they they get to spend more time together and to come close and stuff like that so <clears throat> so it's, it's interesting and another thing that I have here, but I haven't touched, is Love and Other Historical Accident by Pacific Rimbaud. It is, so people are in love with this fiction. I don't know if yeah. it's still a whip, but apparently I don't think, I think it's finished. It is now? I maybe, so. maybe it is. Yeah. yeah, but it's, oh my God, so people, <laughs> so I read some of the comments. People are mad about it. They're mad about it. So mad, I tell you, mad. mad. And then I also have one that I haven't touched. It's Ineptki's Clock. <clears throat> oh, you're going to love Ineptki's Clock. Sunday. So this is something that Georgie sent me a while ago. I downloaded it, but I haven't touched it. So very as short. you can see, people, dear listeners, I have so much to read. Diana, if she could just quit her job. Yes. To read your <laughs> full time. Luckily, I love my job. So that's yes. not going to happen. 
And uh, I have quit my job and, and I hope to read your mind full time. Yes, yes, Georgie, you have so much to I read. do. I have you homework have some, from you. Yes, yeah, so at least five that are huge. So you have the disappearances of Draco Malfoy. I do. Uh, the right and wrong series. The right and wrong series. Which I said I would not start. 700,000 words. Which I said I wouldn't start until I... I I moved here because yes. I'll have all this time. And Georgie, one that you will love uh-huh. and I cannot. So that makes me the most excited is the Rayla one, the landscape. With the Blur Conquerors. Georgie, when you will read that one, you will not be able to shop. I know. And I don't know if you're going to be able to read anything else for a while. Well, maybe you will because, uh, yeah. yeah anyway. I'm not going to restart it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, another one that I want to read is the one where it's still by, so it's still Raylo, but it's oh, in yeah. the Harry Potter. The Heartbreak The Heartbreak <coughs> I'm not sure about that one, but I think I will start it yeah. uh, just because I'm curious. And just because this lady, Thea, which her pen name is The Asterisms, mm-hmm. guys, she is something really. So something else. Yeah. So she writes Star Wars. Um, she also read, uh, wrote Sandra Mining. Yeah, but they're not online anymore. They're not. I don't mm. know why. Mm. Um, but she is soon to be published. Soon to be a published author. So I don't download know the landscape now before she takes it down. Actually, I should download all you of them. You should download them. You're right. You're right. Anyway, but what I'm trying to say is that if you like Star Wars and if you are unsatisfied with how uh, Ray and Kylo ended up and what happened, just like I was, I was mm-hmm. devastated. Um, the, these all her fanfics are very, very satisfying yes. because they they really talk about their force bond and they really. Um, she really makes very good use of of the idea of a dyad in the forest and yeah. of course it is also involved in the smut so and if there's one use... thing we have <laughs> definitely read a lot of yes and she writes it ah uh, and and uh, what i what i cannot believe mm-hmm. georgie is the fact that she knows the star wars universe inside out yeah with all the races and all the creatures <laughs> and all the history yeah. so i don't she's know. very knowledgeable i have no idea how she how would, all that knowledge fits in one brain honestly honestly maybe and she doesn't read your mind even cold day like we do maybe maybe yeah maybe she focuses on writing um so at the end of each chapter everything that she mentions in the chapter every single creature every single place it's explained ev- it's, it's explained and not only that, but Ray has some amazing outfits. <clears throat> and um, there are some fans uh, who either sent her, sent her mm-hmm. those suggestions and then she puts them on the blog. So and just so you have a picture of how she looks and how he looks. Oh, very like nice. Stuff yeah. like that. You can just go there and, and yeah, they see what mood inspired. boards, right? Mood boards. Yes, that is. They do that. They do that in Germany Fanfics as well. So a lot of the writers have on their Tumblr. Um, they have their profile and they'll put an aesthetic mm. or a mood board for different fix. And some of them do it for each chapter. That's amazing. Anyway, so I think that's really, really great. Yes. So I think next episode, we're going to do maybe best Dracos, if mm. not best Hermione's. We'll see. Those are the next two episodes, right? Yes. And then we might do it together. We might not. I don't know if we're going to be able to fit it. Maybe we will. In maybe we will. We so we start the year right. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so it is going to be very hard. 
for me to of choose course. the best Dracos. I really have to go again through <coughs> because I because some some fanfics, although maybe they're not in my would read endlessly uh, list, mm -hmm. they are really good Dracos. Look up on the but, wrong side of reality, for example. That yeah, one is I think you best. wouldn't read it all the time, but I think it's one of your favorite Dracos. Yes. Although I read it twice. Yeah, I did. However, um, I think we need to make a list, Georgie, like uh, best healer Draco or best this Draco or best this Draco, no? Well, yeah, yeah, we will well, have see, to. We'll see. If not, it, it will be very but I, interesting. But I do think what we have to do is choose one. Mm, one category. If we, yeah, no, meaning like we choose one Draco for each category. Yes, 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 yes. Because I feel like then we're never going to, we're going to have six weeks of just best Dracos. Yes, we, we will. You're just right. like we have our top five is 35 picks at this point, but we'll need to be high for So yeah, maybe best Dracos. It's going to be a hard episode. It is going to be, but we love a challenge. Do not we? Do. do you think we should do after best Draco and best Hermione? We should do best secondary characters. <gasps> you are right. Yes, I think you because really I are feel a like a lot of a lot of these fanfics have like the other characters who are really lovely. Yeah, yeah. So, Georgie, I have seventy three works in my would read endlessly category and we have to choose five dracos from those yeah yeah good luck yeah. with that so we maybe never, we never stick to so the maybe numbers. we skip 2022 and we re we restart this podcast in 2023 to have <laughs> enough time to decide on the dracos we'll do it we'll, we'll do, do it. it yes 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 will. okay I think this is it. This is it. Wonderful episode, Georgie. High five. High five. Thank you, everyone, for listening to me cough. You I are. appreciate it. Um, <laughs> now, if you're at the end, go back and listen to the episode again and have a drink every time you hear me cough and you'll be <laughs> sloshed by the end of it. Amazing. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank we you. love you. Thank you thank for you. sticking with us this yes. year. Thank you for... I don't know, listening and re-listening and for coming back. And if you're here for the first time, then welcome. If you're here for the second, third or nth time, welcome we, back. We welcome back and we appreciate you. And yes. we really, really love you for sharing this passion, this yeah. dream I need. And I think, thank you for growing with us, right? Oh, yes. Thank you for being there with us from all you want on our first read and all you want on our second read, <laughs> right? And on this wonderful Jermaine journey yeah. with a little bit of Rilo and a little bit of Panville when Deanna lets me <laughs> talk about it. Which, by the way, Deanna made me feel very guilty that I was reading Panville because I was cheating on Draco and Hermione. And I was like, but they're in the same universe. And most of the time, Draco and Hermione are in a relationship. And she's like, you are cheating. And then she says, I am reading Rilo. So I'm not going to make her feel guilty for it because I think that's wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. But I actually asked you. I was reading, you did I was ask me. feeling a little bit guilty, like cheating. And I asked for your permission. And I said, is that okay that I'm reading Rilo? Do you think this is... Anyway, but Rilo, honestly, Graham kind of... Well, in a way, we started because of them, characters. right? We started because of them. We did. We, did. we were so, discussing our unhappiness with the way it ended. And then it moved into Germany and... We just kind of were in that universe, but it's, I feel like they're different sides of the same coin though, right? They are, they are. Right, you have the guy who's on the bad side for reasons that whatever his reasons are, and you have the really strong female protagonist who tries to save him or help him see the light, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I think they're very similar, which is probably if you're into one year yes. into another. Yes. And <coughs> the force, I just I couldn't I couldn't help noticing that the force and magic 
the idea yes. of dark magic and just regular re regular magic yes. and then you have the the, the light dark and side dark and the side. side very similar yeah and the idea of bonds so we have a lot of soul bonds yeah being then you have you know all the other types of connections yeah. like even omegaverse and stuff like that is that thing that they there is there are rilos that are omegaverse ah uh, yes because you know that exists in every world but i actually have one saved maybe i'll like go through my 91 open tabs what? Jordan. I don't even use my Google to Google stuff anymore. I just use it to have open tabs of like Germany and Rilo fanfics and Pandel. But I think there's one collection, you know, at the uh, each thing, each, each work belongs to collections. Yeah. Like Germany would read endlessly or yeah. when your meds are not working. Yeah. And one of them is something with tabs. Yeah. You one I, cannot have a hundred tabs open or yeah. something like that. And we know exactly what that means. But now I learned from, from Georgie that I can actually... <clears throat> um download, download them things yeah and yes and i don't have to use but it, it took me a while to realize the and then you have them saved on your phone which is like the best part yes exactly you can read them anytime <sighs> okay right. okay guys thank you thank you we love you very much, much. and happy reading if you, you have ideas or things like that just let us know and happy new year for those of you who are celebrating the new year mm -hmm. and may we read together forever for an, yet another year for yet another year because no one's going anywhere guys we're all staying inside so we have time to <laughs> bye bye, bye.